welcome back to Noah's Window. Um, again, we're going to be in Psalm 46. Yesterday we talked about how God is always ready to help when we're in a time of trouble. And this is a really great chapter. It actually goes into some prophecy here that's mm. pretty amazing. Um, but I think there's another point you particularly want to talk about. But let me read a little more. I'm going to jump back in in verse 8. And I hope you'll get your Bible and read through this whole psalm. But jumping back in in verse 8, um, the Bible says, Come see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. And I think that's speaking about right before the millennial reign. Yes. Okay. And then here's a famous verse. You might have this on your wall somewhere in verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. And then here's the big one. Here's mm -hmm. the big one. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. Yeah. The God of Israel is our fortress. Well, I just, you know, I'm head over heels in love with that line, the Lord is among us. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, you think about the name of Jesus. He is called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And then in our age, in the church age, we have the Holy Spirit. I'm getting ready to preach at a conference uh, in uh, North Carolina next week. And I'm gonna bring a, a message or a similar message to something that I brought at New Spring the other day in the Christmas series, but I'm preaching on the Holy Spirit. And I was listening to that sermon again, and one of my favorite parts of it is the awareness of everything that Jesus was in the world, the Holy Spirit is today. And I, I even talked about that for a while, and I said, if we knew that Jesus was in Tibet, we would mortgage our house to just have 10 minutes with him. Uh, but we don't have to do that because God is among us. I just love that thought. You know, um, when you go through crisis sometimes, you wind up being alone because even people that love you will want to distance themselves from your crisis. And yet the Lord doesn't do that. You know, it, it's like the, it's like the uh, it's thinking about the rescuers on 9-11. You know, when everybody else rushed out, they rushed in. in. Mm -hmm. But the Lord doesn't even have to rush in because He's already there. He is among us. Every time you're in a meeting, the Lord is in the room. Mm -hmm. When you're in your car driving, the Lord is there. You know, when you're dealing with a heartbreak, you don't have to go find the Lord. The Lord is there. He is among us through the presence of His Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I think for us the challenge is, and, and the, the Puritans had an expression, it's something that hasn't survived into our era, but it's a good one. It was called practicing the presence of God. What was meant by that is just a, an intentional awareness mm. of God's presence. That makes me, I wanted to share a question with you, and I didn't warn you about this one, but I know you can speak <laughs> into it. Because we had a, 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 someone watching the broadcast that asked this question, how can I know for sure that I have the Holy Spirit? Well, if you've invited Jesus Christ into your life, you have the Holy Spirit. The book of Romans tells us that the mark of someone being saved is having the Holy Spirit. Therefore, the mark of having the Holy Spirit is being saved. In fact, salvation itself is the Holy Spirit moving in. And the Bible tells us that we are sealed by the Holy Spirit when we are redeemed, at the point of redemption. So in other words, at the point of salvation, you have the Holy Spirit in you. Uh, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but one of the uh, mistakes of a group of people that love the Lord very much is the idea that you get saved and then later on you get the Holy Spirit. And they even had a term for this back at the turn of the last century. It was called the second blessing. 
And what they did was they looked at the book of Acts, which was a transitional period, and when the Holy Spirit was coming. But we live in the church age now, and the Holy Spirit is among us. He is, he is in us, as Jesus promised. So, I, I, again, I'm really getting off on a tangent here, but a lot of times what people confuse is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and the filling of the Holy Spirit. So when you get saved, you get as much of the Holy Spirit as you're ever going to get. The challenge is how much of us does the Holy Spirit have? The filling of the Holy Spirit is when we empty ourselves of self and it gives God, the Holy Spirit, room to come in and fill us. I mean, you got a, you got a, a, a water jar here, you know? If it was already filled with water, you couldn't put, you couldn't mm -hmm. put juice in it. Right. So if you want to put juice in it, you got to pour out the water mm -hmm. so that the juice can come in. And, and so that's what the Bible is talking about by the filling of the Holy Spirit. But I will just tell you this, the very, what salvation is, what it is in its essence is the Holy Spirit of God moving into you. And so Bible, salvation itself is evidence of the Holy Spirit. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is what salvation is. I mm -hmm. mean, it is God moving inside of you. I mean, it's why in one of the verses that we use often for salvation is Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, where Jesus said, I'm standing at the door knocking. If any person will open the door, I will come in. Well, the presence of Jesus in our era is the Holy Spirit. And so when we open the door, the Holy Spirit moves. That's just such a wonderful comfort to know he's here among us. Yeah. yeah. God with <laughs> us. Mm. And that's why Jesus said, you know, he said to the disciples, it is better for you that I go away. And I'm sure, I'm sure they looked at that statement and thought there is no way that it's better for us that Jesus go away. But then he said, if I do go away, I will send the Holy Spirit. So in other words, as you and I will in a little while go our separate ways to take care of our, our separate ministries and tasks, the Holy Spirit will go with you, the Holy Spirit will go with me. Whereas Jesus in, our, in the world that he was in, was in a body and he was limited. In physical limitations. Yeah, that's why he said it's better for you that I go away. Mm. Well, I hope that's a comfort to you today to know that God is here with you. You may feel alone. You may be facing things that are, are so uh, difficult or maybe your life situation has just put you in a place where you feel alone. But just remember that the Lord's always with you. And uh, he's ready to help as we talked about yesterday. And uh, that to me, that's a great comfort. And, and like Mark has mentioned, there's so many people in our world right now, and probably in your world as well, that are going through some difficult times and need God's help, need God's touch, need God's direction, uh, healing, and just so many things. And uh, we know that He loves us and He's ready to help, and He's not distant somewhere. He's, he's right here. He's right here. He's right in my So I hope that's a comfort to your heart today. And as we close today, Mark, would you lead us in a way? Yeah. Father, we come to you today grateful that you, the God of creation, have desired, that you've desired to live among us. And we thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we know that he is with every one of us who is your child, uh, going wherever we go, dealing uh, with us, whatever with whatever we deal with. We trust you, we know that you are among us. Help us not to walk past you when you want our attention. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. amen. Well, this is going to be posted on Friday, so we're getting ready for the weekend. And I know there's a new series. You want to tell us about that? Brand new series called Coffee with Jesus. And it's about encounters that people have with Jesus in the Bible. But we're kind of looking at that in, in modern terms of what it would be like to spend some time with Jesus and have some coffee with him. I can't wait. I've already seen the first message. Uh, I've actually seen the first two messages that I've pretty well written. Uh, so looking forward to a wonderful weekend. 
It's going to be great. Hope to see you there on campus. If you can't be on campus, you can watch us online at newspring.org. And we'll look forward to seeing you next week here on Noah's Window. That's right. We'll see you soon. God bless.